Bonjour, amigos. Welcome back to the Fishbowl. Sincerely glad you're here. Unfortunately, I'm only Bob, and Fish B is still back east. And if you listen real carefully, for those of you listening with the uh, with the pods in your ears, uh, congratulations. There is a excellent chance you'll be able to hear the sweet, sultry, sexy sounds of my mom's washing machine, which unfortunately for me is located like right fucking above me here in the in the podcast dojo. But, but what are you gonna do? That's just that's just part of the charm of the dojo. You know what are you gonna do? I, you know a normal person would uh would wait, but uh, later there, there's a very con- compelling Thursday night football matchup, but I can't possibly you know. What, what am I going to do the show at halftime? Come on! Get out of town! So uh, so 99% of me is uh, is saying don't do a podcast today. But, uh, of course, here we are. Uh, and for what it's worth, I also have a pocket full of horsey sauce packets. Just in case. You never know when you're going to need some horsey sauce. And you know, I like to keep, uh, generally when I go out, I keep a lighter... Uh, some kind of a lip balm and my keys in my right pocket. And then over in my left pocket, that's where the phone goes, and that's where the horsey sauce packets go. And then wallet in the, in the right rear. That's how, we, that's how we organize shit when we go out. We try to come home with all those things, but if we have a good night, we come home with a few less packets of horsey sauce. If you, if you know what I mean. Uh... This is about to have no structure. Not not that it really uh, not that it really ever does. But we're not going back to the old podcast Hall of Fame well that is I dream of suckaduck at gmail.com. If we do a, a Friday show, I believe we're gonna exclusively dig into the podcast treasure trove that is I dream of suckaduck at gmail.com. Why? Because Bob at Bob'sfishbowl.com is irrevocably broken. So uh, I present to you uh, just a day of strange thoughts. Like, here's the kind of things that I've thought about today and I I think that are worthy of sharing. First, this is the kind of shit that I, um, the kind of thought that pops into my mind. And then I... Even though I'm thinking about other things, uh, my brain will constantly be whirling this around and round and round and round and round, and I'm just kind of uh, meditating on it in my weird kind of way. But where this thought comes from, I don't know. It just does. There was nothing that provoked it. One minute, I'm sitting around drinking caffeinated green tea, and the next minute, uh, I am obsessed with this thought, with this question that I debate amongst myself with all the voices in my ears. Does the real power in a society, the real power in a society, live within the things that cannot be proven or disproven? I know that was a lot, and I know that was fucking weird, so let me, uh, let me repeat it again, the kind of things I get fucking lost on. Does the real power in a society live within the things that cannot be proven or disproven. 
In other words, are personal beliefs more powerful than universal truths? And I think they are. Sure, something's true, that's one thing. But when one person has a strong personal belief, that becomes their truth. For example, the truth is whatever Donald Trump says the truth is. For example, the real power lies in religion and things like that, and politics. Because that's where personal belief comes into it, which becomes personal truth, which is crazy to think, but it, it seems to be more powerful than personal truth. Religion and politics cannot be proven or disproven. So it just keeps on a rolling. Brain got stuck on that for, for a good long time today. And clearly I don't have the right answer. But uh, if you have a thought, uh, do YouTube yoga with Adrian and then leave your comment below. <laughs> just, just any of her thousands of yoga videos, just, just pick one. I'll find it eventually and just leave your comment below. Or, of course, you can, uh, you can hit me up <laughs> at, uh, uh, I, I like saying antiquated things. You can hit me up on my uh, myspace.com or uh, idreamofsuckaduck at gmail.com. Something else I, 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 I really want to say, because it seems, especially during these pandemic times when I'm especially isolated, but um, we talk a lot about mental health here, just, just in all different kinds of uh, 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 colors of uh, every issue uh, when, it comes to, when it comes to mental health issues. And I'm very open and candid about uh, my shit. So I really want to point this out because I know there, there, there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of young, uh, young bucks and a lot, a lot of young ladies uh, coming up in this uh, media business or some kind, of, some kind of artistic business. And because it is kind of glorified in a way, I just want to point out for the good of the group that there is no glory and there is no joy in being the persona of the tortured artist. That is the romantic stuff of fiction writers. You really want to be a torture genius, do you? No, I'm, and I'm certainly not. But you don't want to end up like Kurt Cobain. You don't. You don't want to be 27 and dead. There's no glory or joy in being the tortured artist. We're all fucked up. But your best work will come from a place of love, not by tapping into the source of your pain. Sure, you can use that pain to gain wisdom and perspective that inform and or inspire your art. But the tortured artist model of what that shit's not sustainable. That shit's not sustainable. 
And even if you think I personify the tortured artist, really? Really? You, you, you want a life? See what happens when you have a life that's brought to you by a history of mental illness and substance abuse. You want to be 45 years old with not a fucking thing to your name living in your mom's basement? <laughs> Is that where you want to be? How, how romantic does that notion of the tortured artist sound to you now? Is that, is that what you want to fucking do? That is a romantic, whimsical thought of, of, of fiction writers. No one wants to be around someone that's being... its mind has declared war on their own mind. And then you become tortured. And sure, 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 I've said in the past that um, blessed is the pain for it makes the art beautiful, but it's... It's not because you're coming from a place of pain. You, you want a real secret about, about whatever the fuck you're doing? Whether you want to be a, a retail manager of a hot topic or you want to fucking be the next senator from Wyoming. I'll tell you a little secret. And we don't know exactly where this quote came from. I, I, think, it, uh, I think it might be Cary Grant. Or, or, or someone like that, some old-timey movie star. But they asked one of these old-timey movie stars, they're like, you're not, you're not the best looking. You're not the best actor. You're not the best singer. What is it that makes you such a star? And here's the secret, not to be confused with a fucked-up documentary and the whatever the fuck that shit is. Don't get me distracted. Joy of performance makes you a star. Joy of performance makes you a star. Not being a tortured artist. You know why this podcast is sustainable? You know why people like this podcast? Because this is the highlight of my day. There's nothing in this world I love more outside of my kids. That's, that's, that's different. That's a different kind of love. Than sitting down to do this podcast and finding my rhythm and just and, and and just being there in a sweet spot where my head is not leading or lagging and I am perfectly in the moment. That is that is a heaven I can barely describe. That that I get so much joy from that. Joy of performance makes you a star. No glory in the tortured artist persona. That is a myth. That is the whimsical and fanciful ideas of fiction writers. Okay? We squared up on that one. Fantastic. Moving on! More, more day of, uh, of strange thoughts. I got some stock tips for you. You know, you know and take it from me, a person who can, who can barely add... When you, want, uh, when you want stock tips. But I, I don't like to uh, day trade. I like to acquire things that, uh, that I can hold on to a dollar at a time. <laughs> like the, but anyway, anyway. Um, 
the vaccine, it appears, is here, or at least at least the first one from Pfizer. So we are at, don't invest in Pfizer. I'm not saying, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you should or not. Ignore that. But here, since I said stock tips, the, um, oh, my brain's not working, and I'm getting lost. Oh, okay, yeah, here we go. So the vaccine. We are at, hopefully, uh, what will turn out to be the beginning of the end of the once-in-a-century global flu pandemic, now that the vaccines are here. That said, uh, just about everything I've been to, uh, the beginning of the end till just about the end, that's the hardest part. (laughs) So we can see the light at the end of the tunnel, yet the hardest days are ahead of us. Both those things uh, are likely true. But when this thing does end, everyone I know is going to be so excited to go to the bar, not like one night or like two nights, like every night for, for as long as they can. People are going to be like so pent up and want to party and also really, really horny. So I don't know what company makes, if it's Pfizer, do them. But I don't know what company makes the morning after pill, the plan B, but that seems like a safe bet. And also like uh, all the booze companies, whether it's Budweiser or a distributor, I, I, I don't know. I know nothing about, uh, I know nothing about, quote unquote, the market. But uh, if I did, uh, I, I like the upside of, uh, of plan B in the fall and, uh, and booze companies. All right. Here's something I haven't mentioned as uh, as global media ombudsman, and yes, I'm moving on with no segue at all, just a just a brief pause. Um, it's on Hulu because all the FX shows are on Hulu. But you know what show is great? It's great. It's on FX. It's not over yet. But uh, a teacher with Kate Mara, uh, uh, Rooney Mara's uh, is, is it Rooney Mara married to uh, Joaquin Phoenix? Now I'm down. But anyway, Kate Mara, she House of Cards, a lot bunch of shit, and Nick Robinson. This thing is, um, yeah, for, for a drama, this thing has lots of drama. It's great show. I, I don't know anyone that doesn't like a teacher. I'm pass that along. And a young lady who, this is one of the best musical things that, uh, that I've heard in, in a while. Just, just a complete album that's just a beautiful, 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 beautiful piece of work. Flo Millie. Apparently, Flo Millie had much success this last year on TikTok and something else. But forgive me, like she's at, like she was nominated for a BET award, like Best New Artist. I've been in quarantine and I haven't seen a lot of people. So this Flo Millie shit is, is new to me. And, and, and her album, Ho, Why You Here, is, is, is it's just Fucking brilliant. Like, every single cut on there is a, is a jam. It's really fucking good. It, it blows my mind it's so good. I'm telling you about it right now. I tweeted out the whole fucking album. Flo Millie. Ho, why is you here? Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, before I go, I'd also like to say, uh, fuck Facebook when it comes to their antitrust laws. I, I hope they lose. I hope Facebook gets broken up. I'm off the Facebook now. I have uh, deactivated and deleted my account. And look at me sitting atop the podcast world without uh, Facebook. Uh, I think Facebook can afford to lose WhatsApp and Instagram. You know? How am I going to talk with my terrorist Antifa friends?
with WhatsApp under the Facebook umbrella. Am I wrong or am I right? And then, and then Instagram is, is just a place where we all go to uh, follow some of our friends, but mostly to look at pictures and collect uh, pictures of uh, attractive members of, of one of the sexes. Really, that doesn't matter. And uh, we collect them like trading cards for what, uh, for what that means. Um, I'm here in Washington State, and again, I'm moving on with no segue. There is a story I saw yesterday about Washington uh, State restaurants, and I think if we had to do this COVID relief thing earlier, we would have taken care of, uh, of the restaurants first because they're such a vital small business, not only to the small business owner and the small business's employees, but create a culture. Like, like restaurants are the backbone of fucking every fucking community. We need Tony Bourdain alive more than any other time since he's, since he's passed to talk about the, the value of restaurants in a, in a, in a city. Um, but here in Washington State, they estimate that over 3,000 restaurants are already gone forever. Uh, here in Washington State, we just had a new round of, of state loans and grants for these restaurants. There were 16,000 applications, but only enough money to maybe help 2.5,000 of the 16,000 restaurants that are in fucking trouble that might not make it. So that's, uh, that's sad. In, uh, but a real money maker, I heard, I heard divorce attorneys are absolutely cleaning up right now. They're doing great. Things are good for divorce attorneys. Oh, I, I just got an update on my phone. Listen to this red hot news exclusive. Tom, this is from uh, the Post. Uh, Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen, uh they're to move to Miami's, quote, billionaire bunker. Whatever, whatever that is. But congratulations. Are they taking Antonio Brown with them? And then two last things before I go. Break dancing is an Olympic sport now. It's not going to be in the Tokyo Games. But it is going to be in the Gay Paris Games in 2024. Breakdancing, an Olympic sport with fucking medals. Are me and Fish B going to compete? No, we're not. But true story, as a kid, I didn't just kind of like the breakdancing. I loved the breakdancing. I would even breakdance to Lionel Richie. I would breakdance to anything you gave me the opportunity. My poor little brother, I used to dress him up as a breakdancer too and make him try to breakdance as like a kid that's too young to breakdance because two breakdancers are almost always better than one breakdancer. Everyone knows that. <laughs> now breakdancing is... Uh... Is an Olympic sport. A uh, random thing about breakdancing and, uh, and basketball. I think kids that grow up breakdancing and then move on to basketball, as, uh, as I did, uh, makes you a real good uh, offensive basketball player. It just, um, the ability to, uh, to, to be real good at, at shifting your balance or giving the illusion of, of shifting your balance and the old ball handling. Yeah. Yeah, I think you can credit breakdancing. Credit break dancing for a lot of things. So we can credit it for uh, medals in the Olympics. I, uh, I don't know who's going to be on Team USA, but I hope they win. I hope they win. I got a feeling France is going to be real good. And I got a feeling like Japan is going to be real good at break dancing too in South Korea. No factual data whatsoever. I know nothing about the world of competitive break dancing, but I feel like those are the countries to beat. The USA... I bet there's one Canadian that's like great from Montreal too. 
So the, the USA, the one Canadian, Japan, France, South Korea. I wonder if North Korea is going to field anyone in the uh, breaking. It's not called breakdancing. It's called breaking. But we, we know what you mean. We know what you mean. And then, and then lastly, the news broke yesterday that Hunter Biden is, is being investigated by, by is, it, is it the uh, attorney's office in, in, in Delaware for, uh, for some, kind of a, some kind of tax issue? And of course, this is a huge deal in uh, in Republican media. But th- does the rest of the country like? Do you feel what what I feel whenever I hear a Hunter Biden story? That for the love of L. Ron Hubbard, leave this poor kid alone already. And I know I know he's like my age, but leave the kid alone. Uh, I just and I think Grandpa Joe put out like the best statement he possibly could. This, this is why I'm glad Grandpa Joe's going to be president. Upon this news, Grandpa Joe just put out a statement about how his son's been through a lot and his name has been drugged through the mud through this election season. And he continues to be proud of, uh, of the young man that, uh, that Hunter is and is becoming. And, uh, and I'll go with Grandpa Joe on that. Like, can we just... Hunter Biden is not... And this is, um, this is politics, too. But Hunter Biden and the Trump kids, those, those are... That, really... I think that's a false equivalency. You disagree? Uh, I, I don't care. Yell at someone other than me. This is another one. Either either send it to idreamasuckaduck at gmail.com or uh, just any YouTube yoga with Adrian video. Just comment below any of those and eventually uh, I'll find it. Uh, I do have a website. It's uh, Bob, or excuse me, it's just uh, bobsfishbowl.com. Did you hear you could donate there? Yeah. <laughs> we got to get me out of the basement. Got to get me out of here. Uh, anyways, uh, uh, sincerely wish you the best. Uh, tomorrow's Chill Friday. Is there is there going to be a show? I, I think so. Like I said, I think we're going to do the old I dream of suck a duck at gmail.com mailbag, but maybe not. Maybe my Chill Friday is so chill, and maybe I've so tapped in to the Dutch art of Nixon, N-I-K-S-E-N, which is conscious and intentional relaxation. Maybe I'm so into it that I can't possibly come here to the microphone and do a show. Who knows? I suppose we'll find out. If Fish B was here, he'd say adios. In lieu of Fish B, I'll say adios. <laughs>